0: Alright friends, happy January and you remember that this month is dedicated to cycling events across the globe. So I set out looking for events that I wanted to share with you. I only had eight spots so I picked some amazing ones that I was personally curious about and I'm so excited to share them with you. So you know what? it's time to get out of our comfort zone and find things that are totally something like a, a total complete challenge. Wouldn't you agree? Um, I know I've been sitting here always doing the same events and now that, you know, I've, I've done the same events year, year and year over it's time to go and find something more challenging and that's where I thought about this series so this next one is super cool because it's right in my backyard and I just recently got into gravel riding so I'm over the moon excited about this um, it's the gravel cup series for Canada and it's for Canada it's just here in Ontario around Ottawa And um, my friend Brandon started putting it on. He's a stay-at-home dad. He loves gravel riding. He also lives in rural, um, well, rural, a rural county outside of Ottawa. So he knows all the back roads, and he's ridden everything. So that's why he decided to put this event together and start opening it up to more people to experience gravel riding in its amazingness in some of the countryside around the Ottawa region. So I hope you enjoy this episode with Brandon. He's a lot of fun. As per usual, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to Secrets from the Saddle All Things Cycling podcast so you don't miss another episode. And don't forget to be amazing and do something phenomenal with your day. We'll see you on the next episode. Enjoy. All right, welcome back to another episode of Secrets from the Saddle All Things Cycling podcast with your host Sylvie Dow here sitting in Chelsea, Quebec, and I have a new friend and fellow cyclist who is local to me, and I'm super excited to bring Brandon Gorman on this January series, which is all about cycling events in and around Well, Brandon is here locally, so North America, Ontario, Ontario, Quebec. So if you're local and um, maybe New York state, if you want to travel up, he has a really cool gravel series that has been on the back bench, obviously since COVID. So I guess for the last two years, it's kind of been on hold, but it's coming back this year. And i'm super excited to have brandon here to talk all about it and give us the details welcome brandon
1: thank you for having me
0: so i always love to get started with how did you personally get into cycling and then how did it how did this idea of a gravel series come to be
1: uh, well my Dad, uh, when he was uh, when my grandpa was in the military, and uh, they were in late high school, and he uh, he discovered cycling over there, and uh, basically uh, it stayed with him for the rest of his life. Uh, and racing and, uh, racing, and he got into racing when he got back to uh, Canada, and of course when he had children, he. Uh, he basically instilled the passion in my brother and I, my younger brother, Charlie. So, uh, cycling has been with me, uh, since pretty much I was born since I was, since I was in the the baby seats uh, of my parents' bikes and, uh, started racing at a very basically the youngest age that you could possibly start. Um, so, yeah, it's my dad worked in, in the bicycling industry, uh, managing and then owning his own shop and operating a shop out of his house that he he recently retired from the bicycle business after 50 years. Um, but, uh, you know, I got out of cycling uh, at, at various uh, intervals from my life and uh, then I got back into it in uh, 2017 to do um You know, what my dad was very road race centric and uh, we weren't really, you know, steered too many other uh, directions. Um, He never, you know, discouraged us from doing other things, but we just were very, very focused on the road. Um, Although I did do triathlons for for three years, but that was uh, that was when I was in like elementary school and maybe like grade nine, I think was last year I did it. And then I got back into cycling. Um, but yeah, then I got back into cycling in 2017 and I, uh, you know, to do road racing, but I did the Almont uh, Perry Roubaix race one April. And, um, you know, I had a cycle cross bike, which is my gravel bike and, um, I don't know. Just like always, curious, always wanting to explore. And there'd been some roads, some roads that uh, I had, you know, been curious about for a while, and uh, I decided to check them out. And uh, you know, the first one was kind of a really wild surprise. I I sort of went down it, and I didn't have any idea like what it was like, you know, how long it would take me to get to the other side. I realized that I f- had forgotten a pump and a spare tube. So, you know, I was like, okay, I better make it through this or else I'm going to be sleeping in the bush all night. Um, and, uh, and eventually I made it through to the other side. And I think that was kind of like the first explosion in my head where I got that kind of a, a adrenaline in, uh, injection. Where like you know you you know when you when you when you discover something new, uh, it just it just became kind of like an addiction, and I went down the rabbit hole. And uh, I've been you know uh, a map lover. I love maps for whatever reason. And I uh, Google Maps. I wish if I had Google Maps like when I was a kid, I probably wouldn't have had any friends because I just would have spent all day like looking at Google Maps because it's it's amazing especially the satellite so uh you know over the last few years I've just made it my business to you know expand my uh radius of of roads to you know I want to know where what this road's all about what that road's all about and um and then you know you sort of can put together a route very easily and very quickly, but also have it like a very high quality route. And uh, I've been taking, you know, it hasn't really been, uh, you know, calculated or super organized, but I've been, you know, taking people on rides and showing the roads that I've discovered and and been getting a lot of uh, of uh, satisfaction from that. Um and, uh, you know, in, I think it was in, in 2018, uh, because of where I live far west Ottawa, all the, uh, local, the weekly training races, there was the time trial, um, uh, on the Rockcliffe Parkway or no, it's called something else called Etienne Carche now. And, uh, then there was the, um, the Tuesday night crits, which weren't near my house. Actually, the year I got back into cycling, they were all the way at the Gatineau Air, close to my house, and I thought, oh, you know, like uh, gravel, I like gravel. Why don't I have a, um, like a gravel training race? And I thought I was pretty smart and pretty cunning, and I thought it would be a, a big success. It turned out that it was not a big success, It, uh, but it was... In a way, it was a success because I learned that, uh, you know, people weren't going to come all the way out here to on a weekday to, you know, to do a, a weekday gravel event. Uh, and that same year, I, you know, I, I, I did three smaller cyclosportives, uh, you know, so like one 80 kilometer route from the Kinburn community center and those events were organized late in the year, but I got, you know, 30 or 40 people and the events went really well. So I got again, another, a adrenaline injection from that. And, uh, and then in 2019, I put all the, uh, the organizational skills that, uh, that my mom gave me growing up. Uh, thanks mom. Uh, I put those into action and, uh, you know, for me, I'm a, I was, I'm a stay at home dad, so I don't have a regular job. I've been a stay at home dad. Uh, I think ever since, you know, Kyle turned one, so it probably would have been some back somewhere back in 2016. And, uh, you know, so I had a decent amount of time to dedicate to the series and, um, you know, I got felt as a sponsor, uh, they were going to sponsor the series. Um, I got Shimano was going to be at my mark was going to be at my marquee event. Uh, they were going to have a sprinter van and, and I was having numerous, like other smaller sponsors, Euro sports was going to be, uh, the presenting bike shop. And I got, uh, a Rochette was going to be there, um, you know, the cross champion and she got a second there, the other, uh, recently. So that was pretty cool. And I was going to get Ted King. Uh, he is, uh, somebody that, that, that draws a lot of people. He's got, you know, a, and after getting to know him a little bit, I can see why he's, uh, you know, he's normally sometimes getting paying as I was saying, paying riders to come to events sometimes, You know, it's, it's, it's tricky, but you know, if you find the right, you have to, you have to like say, yes, this is, this is generally a rule. It's a bad idea, but you have to recognize the exceptions (laughs) where, you know, you get proper bang for your buck. And, uh, and I noticed that, you know, when I was advertising my marquee event, the R3G3, you know, people were signing up like crazy. It was, it was the, the registrations were rolling in and it was, you know, it was, it was, it was bonkers. Um, But then of course I was down in South Carolina, my family and I normally go down to South Carolina in March. And that was just when all the COVID stuff was, uh, uh, was hitting the fan and uh, oh my God, I went through such a process of, all the stages of grief i went through (laughs) it was was awful like i was like i i just couldn't believe you know i had basically teed up yeah we were
0: even gonna go like you uh, i reached out to you and you gave us a discount code and i'm like yeah yeah. we'll get some girls out there and then yeah
1: everything like yeah my heart and soul works so i've never there has that hasn't hardly been anything that I, I worked so hard on and then just had it, you know, go poof and 2019 was a giant year. You know, I was getting, you know, anywhere from 194 drags on people, people are really excited in the spring, but, uh, you know, I was getting 150 people later on in the season, which was still a lot for me because really it was, like 2019 i sort of considered that like a redo of my of my year one i sort of consider that my you know my really my first year because in 2018 i didn't even start to to organize these the 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 cycle sportif gravel races until much later in the year um but you know didn't really have much of a choice in the matter. So I had to roll with it. And, uh, and I think I got a lot of goodwill from 2019. I I did a good enough job so that people will be, will be coming back. And, uh, I'm excited about next year. I've sort of got a rough outline of, you know, the events that I want to do. Um, I think I got a couple from two are going to be, I know, I I mean, I, (laughs) It's things could one thing I know about events is organizing is very hard and things can change. So, don't nothing is written yeah. in stone. But so far, the basic outline is two events from Calabogie and uh, two events from either um, one might be from Kin Vineyards, another one might be from the Kinburn Community Center. So, like two events in my area of West Carlton and two events from Calabogie. So, what I like about Uh, What I like about my area of West Carlton is that um, the elevation is, there's, there's, it's rolling, like it's not, it's not pancake flat, but you know, whenever I have events out in Lanark or Renfrew, there's you know you do 80 to 100 kilometers and you're looking at you know a thousand meters of elevation Mm -hmm. whereas around my area you know if you're doing 80 to 120 kilometers you're looking at maybe five or 600 meters of elevation and you know i i've kind of had a lot more time to think about things and i used to think that like you know the roads around my neighborhood weren't as exciting you know the where I should go is out in the highlands because, you know, the roads are more twisty and the, and, the, and, and narrow, but, you know, every time I go riding with my gravel cup gang and, you know, Jen is one of them. Yeah. I, I look at the roads around West Carlton and I'm just like, these are really awesome roads. You know, these are really, really awesome roads you got. And you got views of, of, uh, of, of the Ottawa river and the Gatineau Hills and, and, yeah. And they're just you know, they're really really nice roads and um, and you and have to they, think
0: like if there's somebody like me who's first timer, yeah, I will yeah, probably yeah. most lovely, likely love them, right? Because
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know it's it's when you've been on them for a long time like oh my god, they get kind of boring but you know it's exciting yeah. for mm-hmm. someone who's coming in. So you've got four events in total over the summer. Is that what I'm hearing?
1: Yeah, I'm kind of hesitant to uh, expand. Oh, four beyond a that, just 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 because I I uh, you know I, I I got I don't want to say burned is the right word, but I I learned my lesson. Uh, you know from COVID, and you know I don't want to organize you know a ton of events, and then you know I. I <laughs> see i see what's you know what's going on with with you know variants here variants there and everything is just so unpredictable and you know i would love to do more but you know it's it's you know i've got two young kids kyle and quinn and six uh, well kyle's going to be seven soon and quinn's four and they are they you know they deserve my attention they're only going to be this age, you know, the ages that they are, they're only going to be there once. And then, mm-hmm. uh, you know, so I've got to, you know, think about them as well. How much time do I want to put into something, you know, cause every more time I put into something else, the less time I can put into them. So I've really, that's another thing that's kind of given me another uh, jolt with the whole COVID thing is, is, uh, is, is the proper balance, better balance between family. Cause my son, Kyle, uh, really took to cycling like last year. He did uh, as a as a five year old. He rode like twelve hundred kilometers. Wow! And then last winter, uh, he came to us and he said, like we didn't he out of the blue. Like we had nothing to do with it. He just came and said, I want to ride four thousand kilometers in twenty twenty one. And we're like, okay. We don't really have any idea where <laughs> like, he got who's gonna number. ride with him. <laughs> he just yeah, he he had just finished senior kindergarten and you know this now he's in grade one, and so I said, Okay, uh, you know, because funny you picked that number because it was just right on. I mean, maybe to other parents, it wouldn't sound like this, but to me as a as a cyclist and knowing what my dad was able to do my dad would take us to some things and the people who were organizing it were like are you sure your kids can do this and my dad was like yeah you know they they like they took us to a let's say example they took us to a bike tour when I was in grade six and my brother was in grade four and it was 130 kilometers and the tour leader said you know what are you guys doing like I'm gonna call children's aid or something you know like what's I mean I'm just exaggerating but like you know, but we finished, by the time the tour, the tour organizer finished, we had already packed up everything and got our ice cream cones and we were leaving the parking lot. So, you know, I know that, uh, as long as you give your kids food, they can, they can just keep going. They've got a tremendous, (laughs) it bounces off the walls. So he had so much energy. He was just like waiting for an outlet. And so, yeah, we started early on in the season. I was actually like, he was the only kid in his entire school that was like we were riding to school which was 16 kilometers and then riding home and uh I had you know in the spring I had never been so frozen in my life because I wasn't generating any heat (laughs) I was riding with him and even though I was dressed super warm uh you know we're going like 15k an hour and I was just like, oh my God, like just so cold, so freaking cold. And uh, thankfully I was able to get him on his, uh, he's got a road bike, a felt road bike and a felt gravel bike, cycle cross bike. And I didn't think he would be able to fit those this year. And thankfully he did. And I mean, long story short, he rode 4,000 kilometers. He did multiple rides, like over a hundred kilometers. He, wow. You know, yeah, one day we like, we started from my brother's in PN and we rode all the way, we did a loop of Gatineau Park, and then we did a loop of the Elmer bike path, and then we <laughs> rode back to my brother's and it was like, you know, it was 105k with like a, th- he wanted to ride 100 kilometers and he wanted to have over 100, 1000 meters of elevation. So we did that. <laughs> uh, so, wow. you know. I'll get back to my events but it was quite a year with my son riding 4,000 kilometers uh and he's like i said he's six years old uh, and uh you know we d- he did the ottawa bicycle club youth program he did oh, okay. Backers mountain bike camp he did uh nepean bmx racing the bmx racing was actually really cool i was i was pleasantly cool. surprised by they have by a good track well
0: out near out in the west end
1: yeah i got a bmx bike too and i like doing it i, <laughs> I get on there and you know i, I try not to go too crazy because i hold heard too many stories of adults uh you know putting themselves i've been on
0: them with my mountain bike and it's the it's those bumps that will get yeah, you i'm yeah, pretty sure it's yeah, like yeah. this and then you end like you nose plant and then yeah
1: <laughs> the next month yeah. you
0: don't have your handlebars up <laughs>
1: And then he did the cycle cross, which I'm not, I'm not huge. And I'm, I'm kind of, cycle cross is kind of growing on me, but it's, it's not, you know, something, you know, that for, it's it'll have to grow on me a little more, no doubt it will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and he's even got like so he, uh, his bike set up on the trainer. He's got, he, he's got a Garmin watch. So he's, you know, it, anyway, so that, that's kind of a side story to the gravel cup because, i've got i want to organize these events but i've also got this kid whose whose enthusiasm for cycling is beyond anything that i could imagine you know so uh that is so a full time kind of threw, <laughs> it kind of threw me a curveball so i don't want to do like you know 10 events because i've got this guy who his goal next year is is six thousand kilometers but um so, so you know what you a, need to do. Yeah, two events in West Carl. You know what but, you need
0: to do, Brandon is uh, is get get him out there testing your roots. You're like, okay, hey, get them get them a map and like, okay, you go. I don't know if you're gonna let him ride by himself no, just yet, no, but you know no, like, no. but go testing. Like you're like, okay, let's go test a couple routes. What do you think? You know, I don't know. Put it. Put it to some good use. <laughs> good use well, while he, you have he, to get. I out mean, he already bike. has.
1: He already has to some extent. I mean, like we got a cottage out in uh, uh, the Madawaska Highlands, which are, you know, basically these are giant. Yeah, they're either like, I mean, it's all you like in in mini mountains, you know. That and he was on for uh, for the forest access roads, which are like the logging truck roads and um he was going down hills with like out touching the brakes and he was he was cornering like he was going around the corners so fast there was one time where you know there was a, a a creek and a culvert and there was a tight turn just before it and he was going so fast and i'm just i'm watching this like happen and it was almost like time slowed down And I was like, either he's going to kill it or he's going to go right into the water. And somehow he made the turn. And I don't know how he's able to. He goes down, I mean, pavement, gravel, he goes downhill like he's a bomb. And like, you know, his top speed in Gatineau Park one day was like 55k an hour. And he's six years old so oh he's
0: six years old oh gosh you have to think about yeah. his future right
1: like yeah is it
0: into mountain biking is he gonna hit the track like what yeah what you so like next
1: he... year you know one of the things is because I got my wife a gravel bike too from from Sports from my bike yeah. and um, so she's been able to you know, ride with, she likes the gravel roads, but she had a road bike with the skinnier tires. So she wasn't with Kyle as as much uh, just because like she had a bad crash on gravel with the skinnier tires. But, um, you know, she, she, for example, or I might, for example, ride Almont roubaix like the 40 kilometer route with Kyle next year. But, uh, but yeah, getting back to the events there, like the two other events are at Calabogie and, uh, I mean, uh, most people in the area are familiar with Calabogie. It's got a lake. It's got a beautiful lake. It's got a beautiful um, hill, a mountain uh, that you can see. And, um, you know, there's lots of amenities. It's got a very good community center. Um, it's, it's, a, and it's, it's got a lot of things going for it. So two events from there. Uh, one of them... I'm hoping uh is gonna be um like a rail trail event. The county of Renfrew, um, well, and Lanark too, they've invested a lot of money into uh rail trails. And normally, you know, like some rail trails, depending on where they are, can be a little boring. Uh, but these ones are, you know, they're they're, they're, they're up to snuff. And um, I would like to promote them. And I think, you know, for people who are, you know, may have never considered going to an event before uh, COVID happened. Now you, you know, you can't buy bikes. Apparently there's, you know, there's more people out there riding bikes now than, than before COVID. I I just had the idea that, you know, if I have uh, an event that uses the, um, you know, because you can go up from, you can ride actually rail trail all the way from Renfrew down to Kingston. Uh, last mm-hmm. year, we actually did that. We rode all the way down to Kingston, and then we rode back over the course of two days. And um, now you can actually ride all the way from Smith Falls to um, Petawawa. Oh, the, wow. Uh, Ottawa Valley Rail Trail Uh, has been extended this year it was extended beyond Renfrew to Cobden and then Cobden to Pembroke and um, it was already finished mostly between Petawawa and Pembroke and uh, you know now it's you know but there's you you can also once you you take the KMP trail north from Calabogie you go towards Renfrew and you can take the Ottawa Valley rail trail. It's really nice. It goes like right along the Ottawa river towards Arnprior. And then uh, there's mm-hmm. another, um, rail t- trail it's called the mm-hmm. McNabb Brayside recreation trail. And it turns into the CN trail closer to Renfrew and you can do kind of a nice loop. And it's got like, um, you know, enough variety in the, in the rail trails, like the McNabb Brayside is a, not stone dusted, but it's not like ra- rail rock. So it's a little gnarlier, but not too gnarly, but you know, rail trails, people like them because there's no cars. And, uh, nice. and, you know, even, you know, I like riding these trails as well. Um, you know, they're, and, and I can throw in know some variety on on some of my favorite gravel roads on this same route because i i I don't really want to send people directly through renfrew you know if i get 200 people i don't want to send them right through renfrew so you kind of have to like figure out a way around it that you know and you you don't want to also do a a direct crossing of highway 17 because that's basically like a two-lane freeway so Uh, but this is the good thing about having ridden all the roads around here and know them so well is that um, you know coming up with routes is the least of my problems figuring out ways to solve logistical problems by not crossing this road or not crossing that road or not going through this town I can easily find ways around and um, and not only that it kind of adds to the variety of the route like actually on this rail trail route there's uh there's there's a couple roads that are actually like pretty much mm-hmm. near my the very very top of my favorite gravel roads to ride so it's it's a really good uh mixture and and the and then the other uh, the marquee event this year is going to be from calabogie and it uses um it uses a lot of uh
0: are you going to use the um are you going to use the ski hill like as a a starting location
1: no 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 it's too oh, okay too difficult from there because right. uh oh okay. then you'd have to have all these cyclists ride calabogie road to get to oh so where would so, you start in like,
0: calabogie then
1: well there's right when you get to Um, you know, you you go, you go past Burnstown, and then, you know, almost as soon as you get to Calabogie, there's, uh, you sort of make a left, and then you make a right, and you're at this, the Lions, the Lions Club. It's on Mill Street in Calabogie. Oh, okay. And there, it's, it's the Lions Club, but they've also got this, um, like, NHL size outdoor covered arena. So it's, Like it's, cool. you know, they've they've got a scoreboard. I mean, we're not going to obviously be playing hockey, but it's it's quite extravagant. It's uh, oh, it's cool. got a scoreboard. It's got its own zamboni, but the main thing is that this for in the summer can protect you from the elements. So you know, if you're out riding, there's not really much you can do. I can't uh, mm-hmm. have a roof over you when you're riding, but you know, when you're not riding, you know, for, or for spectators or for whatever, you know the um you know other than being in the community center you can be if it's if it's it's hot out and you can get out of the sun or if it's raining you can get out of the rain but it's just this massive outdoor covered arena and uh it's actually funny because I went with I went to a meeting with some officials from the county of Renfrew and not knowing one of the people who spearheaded this these out because there's a couple of them I basically said these things are these things are pure genius and the guy who who was one of the guys who was like the main guy who's got these in was there and he's like yeah it was my idea and I was like oh yeah cool I didn't even Ooh, wow to, so didn't even mean so to so get Brand, that
0: yeah so can I ask you about um your categories how are you going to run the categories for
1: the event uh, Goodness, I haven't. Uh, I haven't. You know, I haven't really.
0: Have you done it in the past? That. What What did you do before? Just a second. Did this oh, Did I this run really before? Do. Did you Not, have the gravel well? The series teams? ran before. Right.
1: What in twenty nineteen, you- yeah. In twenty nineteen, I just had. Uh, twenty nineteen, I just had open men open okay
0: okay so just two categories
1: yeah because uh you know one of the things about gravel that I'm attracted to um and I think most people are and that's why it's sort of taken off is that most people show up to um to for a social fun event and Mm -hmm. they they might not they might not be racing, or they might not be racing in the traditional sense. They might right. be racing themselves. You know yeah, what I mean? Like they. Time. Everybody, everybody will see their name on a results sheet, and there will be a time beside it. Mm-hmm. And if the race happens over multiple years, you know you can compare your time to your friends. You can compare your time to your own time and try to beat it. But you right. know, really, there's. Uh, You know, there's the Derek St. John's of the area are, you know, far and few (laughs) between. And, um, you know, sometimes I think it's a shame that people, you know, go out and blow their brains out over on these courses because they don't really, you're not able to take the time to
0: enjoy enjoy them. them. Um,
1: And that was one of the things my brother, my brother, sorry.
0: I Sorry, I was just going to say, I like that mindset and I like that option because I know as a woman, and uh, and the more I hear more women getting into it, you would probably mm-hmm. attract a lot of women. It was, it was just an open category, right? Because, you know, a, a lot of us just, I mean, there are, one, there are some of us who are competitive and we'll just go out for time. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot who will probably come with groups of friends and just want to yeah. do the route. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, one of the big pushes that all, like, like gravel organizers um and i don't think anybody has found like the magic solution is to get more mm-hmm. women into mm-hmm. it but you know if, if you look at what any any maybe mountain biking would it be an exception and possibly i don't know about, enough about bmx but there's there's very few instances of well, not, not even if you talk about parody, but there's there's usually like massive gaps, like especially with, yeah. you know, Road, the difference mm-hmm. between how the women are treated in, you know, by the UCI yeah. for the road versus mm-hmm. the men. It's, I've, I personally find it like embarrassing, you know, like there should have been a woman's tour to France years ago. Uh, yeah. um, there should be, there should have been almost like, You know, and it doesn't even have to be, you know, it doesn't have to be, although cycling is very traditional, probably be easier to base it on, you know, like the tour of Italy. Well, there is a tour of Italy for women, but I mean, it's just uh um all I I can do is is try got a mosquito in the house here. Oh, here we go.
0: I can't believe you have mosquitoes right now. That's unbelievable. I don't know where
1: they some one they find their ways, (laughs) no, they find their way in. I and I don't but they yeah, should I don't be know.
0: dead by now Industry. it's freezing out I don't know,
1: I don't know. <laughs> but uh, I
0: like um, I it heard I there was a it should... must
1: have heard wanted to see some of the podcast
0: yeah that's right he's coming to be a guest
1: <laughs> yeah
0: hey, but like um I know what you mean and like even when I got into racing in 2005 it was very like you know we're all the women and and it was always just like the same group of women and. I found yeah. even now that it's uh, with Quebec. I mean, Ontario has kind of sh- kind of shifted more, but the the whole category thing, like, there's no way to um, bring women in so they can develop, and that's kind of something that I want to yeah. change next year in my event yeah. is um, having more categories for women. Um, yeah. You know, like UCI, like you know the. The A the D C B A, you know, like D being the first timer, Mm -hmm. the newbie, the first year kind of, and then moving up categories as they get fitter. Um, just makes more sense. Um, but I like the open category.
1: There's many things that I probably will do, Mm -hmm. like, but you know, every year, yeah, again, I was put on pause for two years, but every year Mm -hmm. the series grows. Mm-hmm. and I think you know even if it's not like conscious in the front of my head I think you know somewhere back there there's you know an even more in-depth plan and a lot of stuff just flows naturally I find like I yeah. don't have to overthink it it just comes mm-hmm. and I think a lot of stuff will um, will naturally develop because a lot of people say well why don't you do this or why don't you do that yeah, and I, know. Like, I thought like that's something I have thought of but it's like a step-by-step process so the series every year will be different
0: yeah I I mean it's like you're starting over right
1: yeah 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 but you know for one of the things that I did do in uh, 2019 was just for you know uh just for kicks I I decided to hold um unofficial gravel nationals and so I did that and I, 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 had one, I had open men and I had, nobody said anything like the CCA or the OCA didn't call me up and say, Oh, you're not allowed to do this. Cause really there's not much you can do. I said it was unofficial gravel nationals. And, uh, and so I did that and actually had Bruno Langlois win it. Who He's one He won uh, road nationals in 2016 and he was, you know, and Derek St. John, actually, two guys from a pro team. Um, God, what the heck was that team? Oh, there. It was kind of crazy. These two guys showed up from this pro team. I can't remember the name of it. There, Ed from Walsh. Montreal. No, it was kind of a joint thing with an Australia, and it'll come to me at some point. But anyway, it was, it was, it was. Uh, it brought some people out of the. And so when I was. In 2020, I was going to have gravel nationals again. And for that event, it was going to be multiple categories. It was even going to go down to um, like cadet age, you know, it was because normally there isn't a Mm -hmm. cadet nationals, but with gravel, you can basically do whatever you want. Um, So it was going to be, you know, there was going to be masters categories. So, you know, generally speaking, I like my events to not be Mm -hmm. totally focused on racing. However, I'm very, feel very strongly that there should be something for the racers, even if there's, mm-hmm. if even if they're less than 25%. Um, and, and, you know, if I'm gonna have timing anyway, because there was lots of people, uh, at first I wasn't timing the short course, but people were, you know, expressed their opinion that they wanted to see their name beside Everybody a time.
0: wants a time.
1: <laughs> Everybody wants a time. So, um, you know, if I'm doing that anyway, I'm going to have something for the racers. Uh, and, and, and it turns out everybody wants a time. So, but for, you know, for gravel nationals, it was sort of going to be the one event where I was going to, you know, that one was going to be more about the racing and it was actually going to be really cool because it was going to be on a 34 kilometer, um, loop that, uh, yeah. And it was going to have, it was going to have like, Stone Dust Rail Trail. It was going to have slightly gnarly rail trail. It was going to have a short, unmaintained road section. It was going to have a summer maintained road section. It was Ooh. going to have. It was going to have regular gravel roads. It was going to have like a tree wider gravel. Like it, it had everything, and it was going to be at this um, uh, apple orchard. It, really picturesque apple orchard. So if I do a, if I do a fifth event. It might be that one, but again, I'm just a little hesitant. Um, Getting back to the event. Sorry.
0: I was just gonna say, like, if you, if you have your four events, and you just have those two categories, you know, by the end of the season, you will have enough (laughs) enough people interested in doing something more competitive.
1: Yeah, Um, probably. I
0: think. Like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I had a crazy idea about because the the spot where I was going to do gravel nationals had enough uh like you know cell phone coverage or it had Uh enough technology (laughs) coverage where I almost could have like you know taken my GoPro I think if you get a good enough GoPro you can like almost live stream it Uh so I had I never you know got far enough down the road to you know research it but you know the ATV clubs were going to come out and help and you know other um you know hopefully would have like some other vehicles i have a van my uh my sister in law has a jeep and so oh, i was yeah. going to see if there was any way that you know even if we didn't live stream it at least record it and then put it on mm-hmm. the internet and and because it was a loop you know you and it was an interesting enough loop that you know, people wouldn't have really minded to do it again, or even three times. It, it was really cool. I took my brother and Jen out there to do the loop, and they were skeptical. You might be onto something here, Brendan. Um, but getting, <laughs> I was gonna getting back to the Calabogie, um, the the marquee event. In 2020 was supposed to be the R3G3, um, but that course was. Mm-hmm. It's something I might get back to in the future, but mm-hmm. you know, after I did the course a couple times with Mike, my Mike Nash and Jen, and the remoteness of it, um, you know, plus with all the uncertainty. Um, I just decided that I'm going to put that one on the back burner for the moment. Like it may come back, not next year, but the year after. But so the 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 marquee event that I'm planning on for next year from Calabogie uh, is um, is uh, what I like about it is that it uses not like unmaintained roads, but what I actually find is the roads I enjoy mm-hmm. the most are, are what they call like um, I mean they're not actually I don't know what they're 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 just not Service maintained roads? in the winter oh yeah I call them summer maintained roads but yeah. they're they're roads that get maintained but they just don't get plowed in the winter
0: oh okay so
1: you know they 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 don't get uh you know they don't get giant ruts in them because you know if whatever damage happens to them it gets mm-hmm. fixed whereas with unmaintained roads you know, the, the damage just gets, you know, worse and worse over time, Mm -hmm. or it's rare that, you know, an unmaintained road doesn't get, you know, really beat up and, uh, and getting back to, um, um, you know, for what I, 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 there's a lot of people who like gravel events, um, for like the majority of gravel events, in my opinion, have a lot of, um, for lack of a better way of saying it, they have a lot of gnarly sections like that are, you know, border really straddle the line between mountain biking and gravel cycling, or even, mm-hmm. like, you know, cyclocross. There's no shortage of events out there that, you know, advertise massive amounts of elevation, massive amounts of gnarliness. <laughs> um, you know the the Almont roubaix was was if you go i think it's still there it says the Almont roubaix on the website says like this route has roads on it that should not be ridden on a bicycle or something oh, right. like that and you know <laughs> whether you're it doesn't even matter like i mean i guess i'm thinking i don't know as something as a way cuz there's no shortage of men that show up to gravel events and Mm -hmm. and there's some man who don't worry about the
0: the women will come because we're all there's enough women gravitating to gravel you don't have to worry about you just have to get the word out so yeah yeah where can we find you and when on your website will all the information be ready that's the question because this is what's about um getting this these events Mm -hmm. on your calendar now that it's january and working towards them because it's also a month where people really start amping up their training really focusing and dialing in so yeah are these races going to be part of your calendar and where can we find you and when will your the website be ready for registration
1: Yeah, well, that's, uh, the thing is that I'm kind of, um, because I go with the Ontario Cycling Association, I am sort of subject to their protocols and November Um. 15th was the first uh, deadline to um, submit to be uh, considered for the preliminary calendar. So, uh, you know, they're going through all the submissions now, and uh you know at some point they'll they'll reach out and it you know it eventually gets worked out i sort of have a running you know spreadsheet of of events that i don't want to conflict with right events i want to do myself plus like you know family <laughs> plus uh, your son
0: six thousand yeah yeah yeah
1: so <laughs> So yeah, I mean really the only answer I can give is I I get everything done as soon as humanly possible. I don't really once I I have so Where's your of website, the Brandon? Oh, it's just gravelcup.com. It's very easy. Hey, that's right? pretty easy. Yeah, it's very so, easy. So, but yeah, I'm I'm really excited about next year. I'm hoping oh that that, uh, I'm going to try to make my, uh, I can the thing is, and what I was talking about before, I really like to get out there as, as one of the main messages is that I can do tons of exciting, challenging courses. (laughs) They'll still be hard. It'll still be challenging. It'll still be scenic, but you know, I'm going to try to minimize the, uh, you know the mountain biking or the cycle cross or the super gnarly aspects mm-hmm. of my series because in this area I'm so lucky to have such a variety of roads to choose from that I don't need to introduce some type of insane section to you know to make the event uh um you know stand out so I'm really lucky to live in this area I'm really lucky to have the 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 base of riders Mm -hmm. in Ottawa like I want to attract people from all over but there's a sizable base of cyclists that are right in Ottawa that I can rely Mm -hmm. on to come and and it's pretty cool
0: yeah so with that we're going to so it's gravelcup.ca and I imagine by March I'm sure everything will be updated as I think calendars are usually ready by end of February, March, for sure. Um, cause I know yeah, everything starts yeah. in April. <laughs>
1: I would really again. hope, I would really hope to have like registration open, you know, as, as early, like as close to January 1st as possible. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. I, I would really like that to, to happen. The OCA has a new, uh, president. They just got a new president so they're probably going through some new challenges i think the new president came from ringette so she might have you know a lot to learn about cycling
0: oh my gosh
1: and uh and yeah and you know it's you know dealing with the governing bodies is a whole thing in itself there's uh you know, yeah, they're, well, they're, well, let's uh, not get into that. They have that their challenges. We could, and we could
0: talk about that all day. That. Ontario we have a whole event. podcast about that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, guys, make sure that you take a serious look. Just look on the website. They have quite a bit up there already from their past, um, Brendan's past event. And um, add it to your calendar. Like, just keep space for that. Four events. Get two out of four in there. Um, I know I'm already looking at uh, events to put on my calendar um, but I know for certain that in our club there's a lot of girls who um, are gravel riding and can be convinced to, to attend at least one of them um, which I'm super excited about so
1: would you believe that, that I'm actually a quiet introvert until I yeah, start right. talking about gravel'm oh
0: gonna and shut gravel. you down <laughs> but you know because i is don't actually like I- to talk yeah <laughs> i could tell because so guys so to all our listeners this is the first time we've met we're all we're both in the same region and uh we've just been communicating over email and it, and it started in 2000 uh uh 20 mm. where we were going to um i had heard about a series and approached him or you approached me about uh having the women join i'm like yeah sure
1: uh and obviously things
0: change but um we could just pick up where we left off and i was just thinking of actually posting on my group page um to get everybody kind of thinking about it in the meantime in the meantime um and uh because we're always looking for things as a club to participate in that are not super competitive so everybody can feel like they have their small group of people that you know they go with and they ride at the same level and um and i think this is perfect um so i'm super excited thanks a lot brandon and thanks to all of our listeners here um gravelcup.ca go find them cheer them on as he's cycling Long live gravel
1: (laughs) all hail the gravel
0: hail the gravel okay yes. we can't let go of road but anyways um
1: no and i yeah. want to do some road next year yeah, i'm getting a new road su- bike actually
0: and i suspect he'll be on his trainer trying to bang off as many kilometers with his son over the winter as possible
1: <laughs> once i'm done with the chainsaw yeah yeah that's right chainsaw so, lately.
0: thank you so much everybody Thanks for having for- me um, listening. Yeah. Thanks, Brandon. And make sure you share this with somebody who, you know, who's into gravel riding, who's in this region or not. Um, and uh, yeah, just add it to your calendar and don't forget to follow Brandon. Um, are you guys on, on Instagram or anything?
1: Yes. 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 We're, we're on. Everything. <laughs> I will add
0: their link. I'll go find them and follow myself and oh and tiktok oh no not tiktok uh,
1: TikTok. (laughs) instagram (laughs) instagram's uh, where it's at
0: yeah and the podcast uh like secrets from the saddle podcast on instagram thank you so much everybody Mm -hmm. have an amazing day thanks brendan bye yeah thank you so much for spending this time with me on the secrets from the saddle podcast